0: It's time for Calling All Sports. Today's show is brought to you by Arby's. Overhead Door. Great Life Health and Fitness. Lewis Drug. Fireplace Pros. Sanford Health. Dakota Bank. Vance Thompson Vision. Corey Insurance. Furniture Mart USA. Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram dakota beverage the south dakota golf association pucet speedway comfort king and Corey and the fireflies
1: and welcome to a friday edition of calling all sports i'm your host mark ovenden good to be with you uh we've got we're going to be talking with jeremy ask the canton girls wrestling coach later in the show he'll talk boys and girls wrestling because he was coach of both for the longest time and in the first half <clears throat> excited to get Spencer Wagey back on the Watertown Native who played at North Dakota State and he's on the San Francisco 49ers and we'll talk about his Super Bowl experience. Been trying to get a hold of uh, Jack Cochran as well so I'm going to keep efforting that. But um Spencer's awesome. We've had him on the show a couple times and he's been a lot of fun and it'll be great to hear his experience um, as a South Dakota kid going to play in a you know going to be on on the sidelines at a Super Bowl. So that's extremely cool uh last night, the South Dakota State women kept rolling as they won again pretty handily, twenty points they won by they've won thirteen straight this year and forty two straight overall in summit league play that 's just remarkable we've been talking about their injuries that they 've had to deal with, and boy, have they ever dealt with them and uh they just, they just keep winning no matter who's out there. I, I think though Brooklyn and Paige Meyer have just, haven't Paige Meyer healthy has been huge, even though they've had, you know, a lot of injuries. To me, she's kind of the key player on that team. And then Brooklyn Meyer has just, she, you could tell she was going to be good, but she has just been better than good this year. She's been great. Uh, and, and a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of playing time ahead of her in her career as well. So, uh, anyway, they won, but everybody else lost. South Dakota, USD, uh, Kayla Coyotes, uh, lost at home to Omaha, a team that was one and 10 in conference play. And, uh, that one's going to be a tough one later. They, they've got a 17 and eight record. Just not quite sure how that happened. And both SGSU and USD men both lost on the road. So it was home games for the women, road games for the men. Believe it or not, the, the, the Summit League tournament's right around the corner. We're already starting to talk about that down at Dakota News now and, uh, we'll, we'll have a pregame show like we usually do or, or a preview show, not a pregame show, but a preview show before the tournament. It'll be on Thursday night. The tournament starts on Friday. There's one less team in the league this year. So, um, instead of four games on Friday, there's only two. Number eight. And number nine, for the men and women, play each other for the right to play number one after that. So that's how the tournament will work. There does start on Friday. used to always start on Saturday. So there you go. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're talking to Spencer Wagey of Watertown right after this.
2: No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank. Banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Insurance and trust, not FDIC insured. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 8500.
1: Hi, I'm Misty Carlson and next to me is Betsy Weber and we're with Corey Insurance. It's that time of year again when we reflect on what we're thankful
2: for, right Betsy? Definitely. We live in such a great city and state that continue to thrive because of all the wonderful businesses and families who call this home. We're so blessed to work for a family-owned business like Corey Insurance.
1: We both understand the power of local shopping. When it
2: comes to insurance, a local agent becomes part of your family. Corey Insurance is an independent insurance agency, which means we can provide you with plenty of options so we can find the plan that works best for you and your family. We represent many insurance companies with a ratings and we're confident we can find one that fits your needs. We are so thankful for our customers who trust us with their insurance. If you're looking for a local agent, we are always here to answer any questions that you might have for planning the new year. Just give us a call at 605-336-6303 or go to KOURIinsurance.com. Happy Holidays from all of us at Cory Insurance to all of you. Welcome
0: back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug. Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros.
1: And welcome back to the show. Calling All Sports heard on 15 stations in three states, those being South Dakota, Minnesota, and Iowa. For the last uh, almost 14 years, that anniversary is coming up in May. And I've, I've been bringing this up a lot lately, only because it's so cool. Uh, Lewis Drug is now 82 years old as of last Saturday, so mild quite a milestone for Mark Griffin and his family. Our first guest today is uh, Spencer Wagie of Watertown who's who's thrilled to be back home. What a what a what a year it's been for you, huh?
3: Yeah, no, it's definitely been definitely been an interesting one, but wouldn't trade it for anything.
1: Could you ha- ever have imagined grow, growing up in Watertown and being on a Super Bowl team?
3: No, not not really. I mean, it was always one of those things that you know, you kind of dreamed of being a part of a game like that, and just being a part of a NFL team when you were little. That was just something you know we always wanted to do, and um, you know, obviously, always understood that the small percentage of people got the ability to say they, they were they could do they they did that. So, I mean, it's definitely a dream come true, and you know, I've been very blessed to be a part of it.
1: I I'm I'm guessing the sting of losing that game in overtime is going to last a while, but. The 49ers yeah, no, really that, had a terrific season.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, we, we really did. And, um, you know, we had, I mean, it, it stinks that it had to end how it did because for how talented of a team we had and how, you know, really good of a team we had, I mean, it's one of those things that now it'll just kind of get forgotten about over the years, you know, when you win a championship. Um, so that's kind of what cements your legacy as one of the, you know, best teams of all time. And so just to, to fall, fall short of that and being so close to, you know, reaching that level of, uh, um, the high, of reaching, like, the highest stage of your sport. I mean, it, it definitely is going to sting for a while, and, you know, it's a feeling that hopefully the next time we get there that uh, we don't have to worry about that feeling.
1: Spencer, were you starstruck in Vegas? I mean, who, who were some of the people that you saw that you just kind of went, hmm, this is kind of cool, like Joe Montana maybe?
3: Yeah, so, uh, well, we had saw um, Joe Montana, he was, he did the coin flip for our NFC Championship game, so I saw him during that, and you would see, like, Gary Rice at our game, so, seeing them guys was cool, and then at the Super Bowl, I mean, obviously, you're playing against, um, we're playing against Patrick Mahomes, who's, you know, arguably going to be go down and try one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, and, and then you get guys like Travis Kelsey, and then just all the other celebrities that are, um, you know, that are basically down field level that you can see, and that are being put up on the big screen, so just, Kind of seeing like all those people and, um, around. I mean, it really was kind of a starstruck deal.
1: And for all the criticism they've maybe had, had to put up with by some people, others think it's great. I, I personally have no problem whatsoever. If Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are in love, I just think it's awesome that she's able to be there as often as she is. What was that like? Cause uh, that has become a bigger than life story.
3: Yeah, I know, and it's it's surprising. Some people you talk to, and they just, you know, they're not a huge fan of it, that, they get, that it gets shown so much, and then others, they don't care. And like, I'm with you, I think it's cool, I don't care. I grew up a, a Taylor Swift fan, I liked her music, and um so I mean, I have no problem. So for me, that's just another one of those celebrities that, you know, I remember from when I was younger listening to, and just to see her in real life at a football game that I'm a part of. I mean, it was just, it was a cool deal, I thought. Like you said, I got no problem with it.
1: And I, I, I admire Travis for, Pursuing her and, you know, just, just trying to get to meet her and how that whole thing started is, is pretty interesting.
3: No, exactly. It really is. And I remember when I first heard about it, I thought it was just kind of a, a joke. I didn't really know if something was going to happen or not. And then yeah, it turned out it did. And yeah, no, it seems like that one might be one of them that, that lasts. So, you know, good for them.
1: Spencer Wager's our guest. Spencer is from Watertown. How, what, how nice is it to be home for here? I don't know how long you're there, but I'm sure. It just kind of gets you grounded all over again, doesn't it?
3: Yeah. So yeah, because I, I haven't been home here since the beginning of November when I got re-signed and went back out to um, California. So just being home now, it's been it's been nice, just nice to see familiar faces, familiar area, and um, just kind of get a chance to you know unload and um, just kind of relax, actually have a little bit of downtime, and um, you know before I got to start back up again.
1: So how much time do you guys get? To do that, because you, you need, you certainly need it. Your season was longer than everybody else's.
3: Yep. Yeah. So, um, I, 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 was told that we have to be back out in California sometime in April. I want to say mid-April is when they're going to, they want to get started with kind of our off-season workouts and get back in the swing of things. And every team is a little bit different from when they make guys come back and how soon they you actually need to be back. The 49ers like to try and get everybody out there. Um, early on in the off-season. Just, that's just the culture they're trying to establish. and um, So we'll be back out there mid-April, and then, till then I'll just be you know back home. I'm going to take a couple weeks off here just to, like I said, relax, let the body kind of heal up on its own before I start getting back into my training.
1: What is the 49ers organization like from an outsider's point of view? Uh, I'm asking. What's it like a, from an insider's point of view? from your point of view.
3: Yeah, so it, it's kind of crazy, and I didn't realize this until I actually got inside an NFL organization and, you know, talked to different guys who have been other places. Because, I've obviously, I've only been with the 49ers, so that's the only way I, I see the NFL as. But you talk to guys that come from other places, and they say, like, yeah, no, dude, it's not like this everywhere. And, you know, you start having those conversations, like, well, what do you mean? And just the resources that the 49ers give to their players and truly um, – you know, they, they want their players to have everything they need at their disposal. If they don't have it and guys are wanting it, they find a way to get it for them. And, like, I thought that was just kind of an everywhere thing, that every NFL team, you know, had everything they wanted or could possibly need from a training um, recovery standpoint and just had all these resources. And that's and I learned that that's not the case. So the 49ers, for all the money that they put in for guys, for guys to have, to get their bodies right during the season, out of the season – um how they go through our training schedule and they um organize things that um like hey this day is going to be a high day we're going to push it but the next day it's going to be you know a lower day to kind of let your body come back and then you know you're going to get a day off and there, here and there and they the way they make up the schedule is all in mind of the player and how the and just to keep um, their bodies healthy as healthy as possible um with the sport that we play so i mean just everything that they do even the even from the food side of it, the 49ers have a cafeteria in their uh, practice facility where it's, you know, basically it's, you know, 24-7 being near. where you can go in there, they have a set menu of food for you, but if you see something, you know, and you're not really, you know, feeling like eating that, you can ask one of the chefs to make you something else and then you can put an order in on your phone and have it made. They have a huge um, smoothie shake bar that you can that you on your phone. You can put in an order and have your protein shake made out exactly how you want and set the time so that when you get done working out that your protein shake is sitting there waiting for you. Like, there's just, and there's just so many things. And just leaving the people in the organization, I mean, like I said, I was the undrafted free agent rookie this year, and I can go in there and Jet York, York our owner, he'll stop and talk to me and call me by name. And so for me, I was just that's something that's really cool because, like I said, this is the owner of the team, hmm. and he'll stand there and have a conversation with me and talk to me and ask me how it's going and ask me my thoughts on things, how I'm liking it, you know, if there's things that I see that, um, could, that I think could be better because they're always just trying to improve. And it's the same way with the, um, with the G, GM, John Lynch. He'll, he stops and talks to me, and, you know, I, I, I could be Fred Warner, George Kittle to him. Like, it, like it doesn't matter. Like, treat, they treat all their players the same. And so, and that was really cool. It's cool to see.
1: And it's kind of nice to have a general manager that uh, that has the respect of his team from what he did as a player, too.
3: Oh, absolutely. I mean, everyone knows the uh, um, caliber player that John Lynch was, and um, so I mean, we we know that because I mean, a lot of you know, general managers across the league, you know, not necessarily all of them, you know, played football or played football to the level that um, John did. So, didn't So he's definitely got respect among the guys because. He, he knows what it's like as a player, and that's what I think also really the reason why the organization is so good, um, because he understands what a player needs, what the players want, and he knows how to relate to the players in that sense.
1: I would say very, very few of them have the credentials that John did as a player, so that's, that's a great thing for you and your teammates. Uh, how would you compare it to North Dakota State in terms of, I, I mean, you had a lot of facilities there, too, uh, in terms of taking care of your body, but w- what's it like at this level in the NFL by comparison to where you were at?
3: Yeah, so when I was in college, you know, we always, you know, they had a great um, program in place for, you know, helping guys recover and do all that stuff. And at the time, you know, that's you know, that's all I knew. That's what I kind of thought was, you know, the best. And I had found a routine that worked for me in college that I, my body had always felt good. Um, but then, like I said, when I got out to Cal- uh, the 49ers um, over the summer, and I got out there, and um, you know, just see- seeing the different, you know, the red light therapy they had for guys, the the body maintenance stuff that was always available, um, like and it just and it, like I went out to the practice fields, and there's basically what looks like these big Lincoln logs that are set up, propped up off the air at different angles, and I'm like, it looks like an obstacle course. And I, right away, I was like, What is this? what could this possibly ever be used for? And then, you know, it's a, we, we call it the patch, and we go through, and it's um, it's just a different way for you to kind of, when you go through this obstacle course and you're going, like, on your hands and your feet, and it's just a different way to get blood flow into your body and the areas that are a little more sore just to increase the, re- the recovery. And so, so there was just so many things that we did, and, like, I learned that I was just like, I I wish I would have known it when I was in college. Um, just for the standpoint, and it's nothing against North Dakota State or anything. I mean, it's just, like, something like FCS schools, I mean, they, they just don't always have the funding, obviously, that NFL ones do. And so it's just, there was so much that I learned, um, when I got to the NFL that, and I've even, I've had conversations with the coaches in Fargo about, like, hey, like, this stuff, like, we gotta look into trying to do, just trying to help out, um, that program to still succeed. And so, I mean, like I said, there was, there's a lot of things that, there was carryover, but there was some things when I got to the NFL that I just had no idea about.
1: Spencer Wagey of Watertown is our guest, former Bison, now with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, what was the coolest part of Sunday for you?
3: Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was just when we were, probably was right when we ran out of the tunnel for the game. Because it was, like, I just, like, from when I was little, I like, just always remember watching the start of the games and seeing the teams run out, and, like, there were stories that... You know, part of me that always wished, like, gosh, I, like, I hope I get a chance to do that someday. And so when that, when that point actually hit and you run out and the crowd is, you know, stadium sold out, crowd is loud, like, it was just, it was one of those feelings that, you know, like, you like you run out and you just kind of had to look around and take it all in just because just it was just one of those feelings that until you do it, you really don't know what it feels like.
1: And I'm guessing everybody on that team left the stadium on, on Sunday night thinking, all right, we... We just we just got to clean things up and do just a little bit better because you've got a great team.
3: Yeah, and and, I, and we're and I I firmly believe that next year we're going to bring back a lot of the same guys, have a lot of the same team, and we're going to be able to make another run at it next year. But just that that was what what hurt so much probably was about it was that we knew that we had the game and we had the opportunity to kind of take the game and, and honestly we probably should have ran away with it for the opportunities that where we had got the ball and um so that's probably what hurt the most was knowing that we like probably should have had won that game then we had every opportunity to win the game but it just came down to um they made some plays at the end that we that we didn't and um they were able to um, sneak one out on us
1: uh i assume you had exit meetings already
3: yep yep had them um beginning of the week
1: so what did they tell you
3: yeah, so um, I got signed back to a futures contract, so I'll be back um, with the team at least through, tr- through tr- into training camp, and then in training camp, it's you know, which is all you can ask for as a UDFA, um, that be back in camp because that just gives you another opportunity to either end up on um, the 53 man, the practice squad, and just to get more tape out there in the preseason games. Um, so that was really cool, and I was really happy about that, just from the sense that. Um, after I got released at the end of our training camp this year and then to get called back in and finish the season out with them and then for them to, you know, want to sign me back and have me back through camp, I mean, that was a that really meant a lot to me. And then, you know, I had the meetings. We met with different coaches and I met with my D-line coach and, you know, he had just kind of gave me his honest honest view of, of how my performance was from even camp and when I got back and what he honestly thought and, um, you know, he saw – he saw the improvement each, each week, and he told me that. And um, he said that he's really excited for me to get back um, the off season into camp, just because he you knows now, because um, I did a lot of good things through camp and everything. And then, um, but it was just always you're a young guy, you're just trying to fight, claw through the ropes of it all. And so, just now, he said having that first year under your belt, knowing what to expect more, kind of, and, and also having more of that confidence with you. Um, he, I mean, he was really excited for me to the lead into now to this coming off season in camp, and um, I had to say I agreed with him.
1: Good stuff. Well, I'm excited for you too, and uh, you just take some time off, enjoy your family, and hanging out on the farm. Yes, I will. All right, Spence, thanks a bunch, and we'll talk to you soon.
3: Yes, yeah, sounds good. Thank you.
1: You bet, Spencer Wagy of Watertown, our guest. We'll be right back.
0: Or go to BillionAuto.com slash fleet.
1: Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskip hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat later fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together.
2: They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and
3: feels.
1: Our gas fireplaces and inserts from Heat and & Glow and Heatilator are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 Heat and & Glow and Heatilator models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're gonna love the way your home feels.
3: This guy had more issues with his eyes. The minute he first came out of surgery,
2: he walked in with a huge grin on his face, and for the first time since he was a little kid, he could see perfect. Going to Vance Thompson Vision was an easy experience. If you're gonna trust your eyes to anybody, trust them to a leader in that field. When it came time for me to make a decision about where we were gonna go for my LASIK surgery, there was no question that it would be Vance Thompson Vision. Call 877-522-IS to schedule a free consultation.
1: What part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day? What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors and will match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at overheaddoorsd.com. That's overheaddoorsd.com.
0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, and
1: Comfort King. And also by Lewis Drug. As I mentioned at the top of the show, they just had their 82nd anniversary last Saturday. That is just, that's, hard to get your mind wrapped around having a business that's been around that long and they've grown and grown and grown because they do things the right way. They take care of us. Whether you uh, I'll be stopping there when I leave the show today again uh at, at a different location. Normally it's Lewis Southwest. That's my Lewis. That's where I stop 98% of the time. But once in a while like if if I've got a place that I have to be, the the beauty of it is that where where I'm going, I need to get a cart. And there's a Lewis right on the way, so I'll be stopping there. So not just always for my prescriptions—that's the main reason I stop at Lewis. But the post office—I I tell you what—I I don't think anybody probably enjoys their cards more than I do. Their their greetings cards and you know graduation cards, their celebration cards, their condolences cards—they've got great ones that uh, that I really appreciate being able to stop and pick one out when i'm in a rush to get somewhere so lewis drug your first stop and your only stop for 82 years 60 locations and there's a new one coming in in sioux falls as well over five decades of service nordstrom's automotive is